Hey friend, have you thought about your goals for the year? Let's think about them and let's figure out how you can still reach them this year. My name is Cynthia and I'm the writer at simplycynthia.com. I've been there since 2003, spreading hope online one word at a time. And let's be honest, I think that's how long I've been speaking about goals, I've been writing, I've been quite transparent about my goals. I think I write most of them every year at simplycynthia.com. So let's see where I am with uh, some of my goals. My fitness goal for the year was to run an 850 mile. So I'm more of what I call a back of the pack runner when it comes to distance running. And I had to modify this goal to run an 850 mile because I've been injured for the past couple of weeks. And I just had to stop running so that I could heal, so that I could strengthen my muscles. And I also decided giving myself to CrossFit is the smartest thing that I can do at this time of my life, which leads me to my next fitness goal, which is to master the pull-up. So I've had this goal since last year. This year, exactly five, six weeks ago, I decided to take it seriously and invest at least two extra days in the week to master the pull-up. Well, the great news is that I've been able to do two pull-ups unassisted this week. So I'm very excited about that. And my coach's goal for me is to do eight. So I'm going to keep working hard on that goal. So I guess in a way I can say that I've done this. And then I have um, a personal goal of becoming a level two athlete at my box. Uh, they have level one, level two, and level three athletes. And in order to become a level two athlete, there's like um, a benchmark test that they give you. Um, so anyway, I'm level one, which I'm very thankful for, but I'm going for level two. My family goals are related to travel and to dates with my husband. So both of the goals were doing really well, ex actually exceedingly well. My faith goals are to read the Bible in... 2022 twice. So it is almost at the end of the year and um, I think I will get to do that once. So I think um, it was a noble goal to try to do it twice, actually to listen to it, um, to read it. So if I get it done once, I'm just going to call that a win. And then I have another faith goal that I need to work on, which is the goal, the spiritual discipline of fasting. I used to fast weekly I got out of the habit, so I need to get back in the habit. Okay, so I also have multiple professional goals, and I would love to highlight um, my publishing goals. So I have several books that are written, and my small step to fulfilling these goals is to actually finish the books I started. So I was able to finish a book that I didn't even write on my original goal post. And then I'm really close to finishing another book. And then I have some others um, in the works. Also, the thing about publishing, the way that I see it happening for myself, I would like to go the traditional way. And that requires a lot of rejection. So I've been known to be immune to rejection because I've had so much. Um, I've been healed from it. I know I'm accepted in the Lord Jesus Christ. I know that my parents and my husband and my family loves me. Like I've I've gotten that down. So I'm saying that to say like rejection is a part of life. 
And when you are trying to publish, like you have to be okay with it. So what I told myself was pitch, you know, this particular book 30 times, because certainly in my mind, if I do it 30 times and I'll do it more, if I have to, somebody will even consider it. I think that so far I've gotten 13 rejections. So I'm almost halfway done with my magic number of submissions and I'm just going to keep going. Okay. So that's my professional goal. And then I have a category that I call other, um, which we're not going to talk about today, but I just want you to be very transparent with my goals and just tell you what they are and how I'm making progress. Here's one thing that you haven't heard. And I want to be very clear. Every time I set goals, I never think you might not be able to accomplish this. Um, but that happens, you know, for example, the running goal, like my mileage goal for myself, I was making progress and then 2020 happened and I got injured at mile 11 of a marathon. And so that kind of changed my running life for the past two years. Like it's changed my running life. I've had to adapt. The blessing in disguise was that's how I discovered CrossFit and I haven't been this happy about exercise like ever. So uh, there are barriers on the way and they're not all bad. Sometimes they kind of lead you to a different path that God might have for you. So keep that um, in your mind. Also, I believe what Proverbs says that the heart of men might make plan, but God has the final word. When I set my family goals, like I had places I wanted to take my kids and I had three specific places. Well, God has blessed us to see four different places that I even I didn't even think about, you know, when it comes to travel and kind of taking the kids to. So I also, when I set goals, I have to leave room for God's answer for me because he's good and because he knows what he's doing and he's a good father. He's amazing. So just make sure that when you're setting goals that you leave room for God's goodness towards you. When it comes to my faith goals and spiritual discipline, I believe that it's not like a black and white thing, as in we are in human flesh, but we also have a soul, we have a spirit, you know, and God is spirit. So I have to consider both of these things. I also am a fan of the word spiritual discipline because there's a spiritual uh, aspect to faith and prayer, for example. And then there's a discipline aspect. So the discipline aspect for me, uh, recently when it comes to prayer happened when in the spring of 2020, when the world was going completely nuts and we all had to change. We all had to make decisions. I was working, my husband was working. I decided, you know what? I'm going to start my day by getting on my knees no matter what, and I'm going to pray every day. Just beg God for mercy, for help, for wisdom. And that discipline of just getting on my knees, a lot of times it would be uh, in the cold kitchen tile floor because that's where I was, you know? And so that discipline led to a lot of spiritual progress. And I, if you guys know me, and if you read the blog, you know that I'm no spiritual superhero. Like I'm a regular person who loves God. But I was able to see how the discipline part combined with the spiritual part works together. 
So is I feel the same thing about Bible reading. I feel the same thing about fasting and a lot of the other spiritual disciplines. I write a lot about that at simplesaints.com. And I need to uh, just write some recent stuff for you. But in the show notes, I'm going to make an effort just to gather all that I've written about spiritual discipline for regular people. And I'm going to post it in there. It doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be mysterious. I mean, God wants to connect with us, plain and simple. (laughs) It's up to us, you know, it's up to me to show up, to get on my knees, and then to get up, to read my Bible, and then to think about what I read and to do it, okay? So um, my faith goals are not black and white. So I have to consider like the faith part, the spiritual part, and also the discipline part. Because the discipline part, God's not going to do it for me. Like he's not. He's not going to make me get on my knees. He's not going to make me grab my favorite version of the Bible. And read. He's not. He's really not. Okay. That's not his job. Um, it is my job though. So my question lately has been, when do I become a person who on purpose decides I'm going to pray every day, no matter what? When do I become a person that doesn't take a vacation from spiritual discipline because I'm quote unquote busy? So that's what I've been thinking about. And that's a future blog post as well. Because I mean, that question has been kind of burning in my heart. And I don't know if you have the same question about yourself, the same wonder, you know, I do long for um, a deeper and closer relationship with God. And it requires like God is always there. He is a very present help. He's willing and able to speak to us, like he's not playing hide and seek. But I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes I am. Sometimes I don't show up to speak to him. Sometimes I just let the busyness of life be my excuse. So the big question, and I don't have an answer for it now, but um, I'm telling you, I'm going to write about this, is when do I become a woman who decided Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and it shows by the way that I act, by my spiritual discipline, habits, you know, and it's not about perfection. It's about, I love this God so much and I am so hungry and thirsty to know him that I volunteer to show up every day. Um, so anyway, I started speaking about goals, giving you some examples, and then we ended right here on faith goals. How do they happen? You know, what is my responsibilities? What is God's responsibility? Um, but in order to land this plane, I want to tell you that I don't want you to be discouraged. I want you to keep pursuing these dreams and these visions that God has given you. I believe that when we go after our goals, we become good stewards of the blessings that God has given us, the potential that God has given us. He's, he gives us the potential, but it is up to us to develop and to work it out. And when we decide that no matter what, we're going to take those small steps to achieve our goals. I believe that we're fulfilling the potential that God has given us. All right, this is it for now. I hope this is encouraging to you. And this is your friend Cynthia with SimpleCynthia.com. I will spread hope online one word at a time. Let's go after those goals. Take care. Bye.